Roll up and listen to Incense and Ashtrays with Dewan B. Music for your soul. Decoding Ice Cube's album Death Certificate. I'm doing it because today is the 30 year anniversary of the Los Angeles riots. And this album here, it was a cornerstone album. To me, it's one of the greatest albums ever written. Being born and raised in Los Angeles, California. That's my home city where I'm from. When I listen to the Death Certificate album, it takes me back to a time. It takes me back to a time that I was going around seeing the world that I lived in and I was asking questions because that's what 10 year olds do nine-year-olds you ask questions about the world that you live in why don't this side of town look like that side of town why do we have to drive way to that side of town to get good service why are these store owners treating us like animals and they in our neighborhood you know and those are the kind of questions that was in my mind at the time You know, going to these meetings with my mom, city council meetings, and and, and looking for change and trying to get things done in our neighborhood, on our block. Nobody listening. And then this album came out, Death Certificate. This album, 
It it just it it, it it rung a bell when I heard it the first time. And when every time I listen to it now, since I've gotten older, it takes me back to a time, and it also makes me ask questions. It makes me ask questions: What has really changed? So tonight, we're dedicating tonight to the poetry of Ice Cube and his album Death Certificate. But before I go to Death Certificate, we're going to go to his album before Death Certificate, America's Most Wanted. This album came out in 1990. There's a song on here that for those of you who may be listening who aren't familiar with the depth the depth of Ice Cube's train of thought and how he saw the world, I want to play this song from the America's Most Wanted album first. Because he asked a very important question. And I wanted to make sure I get this question in on this uh, Ice Cube's death certificate album decoded I'm playing this song because it asks a very important question who's the Mac who's really the one playing the games who's really pulling the strings of society who's really the one pimping it's a very important question to ask because the media can get us to look in one direction when we're probably getting played or in another direction listen to Ice Cube from the America's Most Wanted album in this song, Who's the Mac? One of these motherfuckers different. Your money and you run across the street. Don't look both ways, cause he's in a daze. And almost 
ever been in a hot tub? I know the game, so I watch it unfold. When I see the boy pick to your earlobe, he's talking shit and you crack a smile. When he tell you that, he can go fuck wild. For a girl like you, and make it feel good. You know it's drama, but it sound real good. He start dragging, and hopefully he can start tagging the pussy so he can keep bragging. He say, I'ma leave. Baby, can you go with me? I wanna do it, but you're feeling like an HOE. You grab his hand, you leave, and it's over. Cause the nigga ain't nothing but a rover. You knew the game, and you still ended up on your back. Now ask yourself, who's the man? There's a game and everybody's playing And as long as you believe what they saying Consider them a M-A-C-K And with no delay They are gonna get all the play But when it comes to me Say the drama for your mom It's Ice Cube and you know that I'm a Mac in my own right When it comes to rhyme and rap Cause all I do is kick facts Unlike Iceberg Slim And all of them be claiming P-I-M-P No, I'm not going out that way I'm just a straight up N-I-double-G-A Next time you get over on a fool And you did the shit like real smooth Thank Ice Cube for giving up the facts And ask yourself, who's the man? That song from the America's Most Wanted album for a reason. Because I think that just gives you an idea of where Ice Cube's mind was at this point in his life. He had just left NWA. Jerry Heller, you know, gave him a bad deal. And Ice Cube was a man that was had a present father and mother. So he didn't want for nothing. And he had wisdom. So he turned down that deal. And now he is out on his own. America's most uh, most wanted had a, a great reception, but when Death Certificate came out, the media did a really good job of uh, running Ice Cube's um, name through the mud, leading up to this album, having him on talk shows talking about you know you talk about this, sort of relabeling his music into gangster music, because if you listen to Ice Cube talk, he always says this music started out as message music. It's an industry that relabeled it gangster music. So Death Certificate was sort of sabotaged by the industry before it even came out. When you listen to the words and listen to the lyrics on this album, you'll soon understand why. I'm not going to play every song on the album, but I will play quite a few songs. The first side, this album was two-sided. You had the, on the first side, you had the life side. On the second side, you had the death side. The life side was Ice Cube dropping game on how to live the life and not get caught up. And on the death side, he was talking about things that can send you to death. Things that are killing us as a people. Super deep album. Super deep album. 
the first song I'm going to play is the intro song, The Funeral. It's not really even a song because it's a intro. It's a, but the intro gives you sort of where to set your mind into where he's going philosophically on the rest of the album. So I'm going to play the intro and then we're going to get to summer vacation. Niggas are in a state of emergency. The death side, a mirrored image of where we are today. The life side, a vision of where we need to go. So sign your death certificate. Don't try to apprehend Fuck all y'all. Fuck all y'all. Hey, we're going to get to the victory. Lisa got it. Too motherfucking poor. 
Followed by the wrong nigga to fuck with. Funeral started out with him saying niggas are in a state of emergency. And we got some choices to make. Then when he goes into what wrong nigga to fuck with, you see Ice Cube on this. One thing about this album, he's he's attacking topics across the board socially for black people. You see, he's very militant, calling white folks devils. This is back when he was down with Khalid Muhammad before the big money got into hip-hop. We could say these things. And Q, he's sort of covering the gamut of a lot of our issues as black people, along with addressing the social climate in L.A. during the time of the riots. There's a line he said in that song, Stop giving juice to the Raiders because Al Davis never paid us. Al Davis was the owner of the, at the time, Los Angeles Raiders. And a lot of people don't know this. Apparel, team apparel, meaning jackets, hats, was a very, very, very small part of the revenue for the NFL. In the documentary about the Raiders and, and, and Ice Cube, Ice Cube produced a documentary a few years ago for ESPN. And they talk about how apparel was just, you know, maybe a couple million dollars, if, if that. That's about how much the NFL made off of team apparel. People didn't buy jerseys and hats for the most part. Well, when NWA came wearing Raider hats and Raider jackets, that started the whole industry of sports apparel. Before that, you only wore sports apparel to a game. Maybe. Because of NWA, now sports apparel is a common part, is a common way of dress in American society. Ice Cube at a young age realized the, what, that, what the juice that we have as a people. So that's why he wrote in that line, I stopped giving juice to the Raiders because Al Davis never paid us. We gave them all that money with our endorsement and we, we didn't get a dime back for it. Of course, niggas didn't listen. <laughs> but what if we did? Just a question to ask. Next, I'm about to play Summer Vacation. This song, Summer Vacation, to me, is art is a work of poetry. He speaks in allegory as if he's the one dealing the drugs. But he talks about the influence the drug gang has and how different drug dealers will go around the country and set up shop. And then at the end of the song, he brings it back to, okay, if you do that shit, you know where you headed to jail 
Listen to Ice Cube explain that so eloquently in Summer Vacation. This is the final boarding call for flight 1259 departing from Los Angeles, destination to St. Louis. Thank you. Damn, Chief, the spot's getting hot. So how the fuck am I supposed to make a knot? Police looking at niggas through a microscope. In LA, everybody and they mama sell dope. They trying to stop it. So what the fuck can I do to make a profit? Catch a flight to St. Louis. That's cool. Cause nobody knows. We stepped off the plane. Four gang bangers, professional crack slangs. Rented a car at wholesale. Drove to the ghetto and checked in a motel. Unpacked, then I grabbed a 38. Cause where we stand, niggas look shady. But they can't face our sister. Cause what's in the cap is fundamental. Keeping out every block close. Seeing which one will clock the most. Yeah, this is the one, no doubt. Fuck to you, bone. And let's clear these niggas out. Hey, hey man, what's up, nigga? Willis Now clearing them out, mid casualties. Still had the LA mentality. Bust a cap and out of there in a hurry. Wouldn't you know? A drive-by in Missouri. Them fools got popped. Took that corner next day. Set up shot. And it's better than slanging in the valley. Triple the profit, making more than I did in Cali. Breaking up rocks like Barney Rubble. Cause them rock ass niggas don't want trouble. And we ain't on edge when we do work. Police don't recognize the khakis and the sweatshirts. Getting bitches and they can't stand a 1991 Tony Montana. Not a shit's like a war, a gang violence. Will was never seen before. Punks run when the gap busts. Four Jerry Curl niggas kicking up dust. And some of them are even looking up to us. Wearing our colors and talking that gang fuck. Giving up much love. Time for a street that they never heard of. But other motherfuckers wanna stand strong. So you know the phrase, once again, it's song. At the top of the news tonight, gangs from South Central Los Angeles, which are known for their drive-by shootings, have migrated into East St. Louis, leaving three dead and two others injured. No arrests have been made. Police say this is a nationwide trend, with similar incidents occurring in Texas, Michigan, and Oklahoma. My homie got shot, he's a corner black. St. Louis niggas want they corner back. Shooting in snowy weather, it's illegal business, niggas still can't stick together. Fucking police got the 411 that LA ain't all surfing sun, but we ain't thinking about the boys. Few like the hat bills and McCoy's, now the shit's getting tricky. Cause now they looking for the colors and the dickies. Damn, the spot's getting hot from the battle. About the back up and start slanging in Seattle. But the nuts rate about six in the morning, try to catch a nigga when he's yawning. Put his clock to my chest as I pause With the jail in my motherfucking drawers Trying to give me 57 gears Face will be full of those tattoo tears It's the same old story and the same old nigga stuck And the public defender ain't giving a fuck The fool must be sparking Talking about a double life plea bargain You got to deal with the grips and the brass by hand Chief, plus the black gorilla family And the white pride don't like my side And it's a ride if anyone knows die No parole or probation Now this is a young man's summer vacation No chance for rehabilitation Cause look at the motherfucking years that I'm facing I'ma end it like this Cause you know what's up My life is fucked Police, eat a dick straight up Look here you little goddamn nigger You're not gobbling nobody You fucking understand me That's right, get down on the goddamn ground Now, fucking move do you like King? What goddamn King? Rodney King, Martin Luther King, and all that goddamn King from Africa. Look out, motherfucker.
those. See that hear the act out at the end. That song was painting the lifestyle of what a lot of young black men were going through. There were no economic opportunities at the time, so they had to find economic opportunities. But he showed you at the end of the song where that's going where that's going to end up. My life is fucked. Then they broke down. He telling you that he do when he do that sketch in there with let me at him, let me at him. I'm gonna treat you like Rodney King, Martin Luther King, and the goddamn kings from Africa. Yeah, because the police used to go around. They used to really say shit like that. I know someone who's a cop, and I remember he told me what they would do. He said the cops they call that the royal treatment, and I was like, "What's the royal treatment? Treat them niggas like a king, Rodney King, Martin Luther King." And no, yeah, yes, I heard that from a cop. That's some real shit. So these are the conditions in L.A. In 1991, when this album dropped, December 1991. This is what he's talking about. Next, I'm getting ready to play Steady Mobbing. This is one of the title breakout hits from the album. God damn. The bigger the cap, the bigger the pillin'. And when dealing with the lynch mob, you gots to know Steady Mobbing is not just the name of this jam, but a way of life. Bound together by motherfuckers that's known to break them off something. Give it to me. Slinging bean pies or the bootleg t-shirt of the month. With you can't touch this on the front. I'm out to get rich. Cause life ain't nothing but money and fuck a bitch. They drop like dominoes. And if you didn't know, Ice Cube got drama hoes. So after the screwing, I bust a nut, get up, and put on my white unit. I'm out the dump. All you might get is a rubber on the front. Cause I'm ready to hit the road like Mario Andretti, bitch. Cause I'm stuck.
amps, get in, bitch. Cause I had to jam more. And I don't wanna hear shit about a jam more. Give me the nappy and make me happy. The hook said, Pappy, could you slap me on the ass, hard and fast? And could you please try not to leave a gash? I said, yeah, but I don't play sex without putting on the latex. Slipped on the condom. Fucked around and dropped the bomb, son. Yeah, and that song, see, Ice Cube had a lot of game. He he was dropping some game. This remember back in the day, St. Ives was a major popular uh malt liquor. And he was saying, man, St. Ives is giving ills. Like stay away from that shit. They had to later pull a lot of that stuff off the shelves. Because it was later found out as we got deeper into the nineties. That a lot of that malt, malt liquor was making people go crazy and act insane. See, during this time, they were trying to pull this death certificate album off the records, off the shelves, because of the curse words and they said anti Semitic remarks or whatever. But look at what he's saying with the curse words. He's telling you, man, St. Isaac is fucking us up. You know, he's talking about the, you know, the, making things, you know, you're just talking about different things going on. I had a point I tried to make, but God damn it, it just slipped my mind. I'll get back to it. But he's talking about different uh, concerns and issues, you know, going on on top. And But those concerns and issues are masked in the story. It's great writing. One thing about the West Coast, especially at that time, there was a lot of, we were just talking about this in the chat room. Very heavily uh, funk influence. And with Ice Cube and Dre specifically, George Clinton and James Brown. But on this album, you hear a lot of George Clinton. On Summer Vacation, that was Atomic Dog that was flipped. On this last song, Steady Mobbing, it was a song on funk, on Parliament's album, Glory How to Stupid, 1979. It was a song called The Freeze. Go back and listen to the freeze. Well, look, I'm gonna play a quick little sample. I'm not gonna play the whole song, but you heard that bass line? This is the original. Look here, look here. The heat getting to my feet, and I gotta dance. I took that bass line and then later on on Death Certificate Ice Cube took that same song and made this song 
What you doing up here anyway, nigga? Man, I came up here to get some rubbers, man. What that you shit? doing up here? Man. I came up here to get a physical, you know, for my job. You got to get a physical oh, and really? shit. But, oh, that's me right there. Hey, man, you stay up, man. Be careful. All right, then, homie. You know? All right. Philip Brown? Yeah? Can I help you? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I like to get a physical and shit. We don't give physicals here. Oh, you don't? No, all we test for is VD, herpes, syphilis, and gonorrhea. Oh, I like to see a doctor. What's the matter? You burning? Huh? Check out my house, stop short. I went to the free clinic, it was filled to capacity Now how bad can a piece of ass be? Very bad, so I had to make the trip And thank God, I didn't have a trip I was there, so I hope couldn't give me that Just to get 20 free Jimmy hats Now look who I see Ain't that yeah, that's the bitch from up the street With the big fat tail Who always told Q to go to hell She thought she was wiser Now she's sitting in the weight room yeah, I see ya. First Miss Thang, now Miss Gonorrhea. Man, it's a trip how the world keeps turning. It's 1991, and look who's burning. Hot, hot, this is girl playing ball, nigga. Steady Mobbing, it actually sampled the same song twice uh, on two different songs. But on top of that, there's a theme. He's talking about putting condoms on. See, this is another thing that's going on in L.A. It's very big because 
a couple months before this album came out, our great legend, King of L.A., Magic Johnson, the person who, if you're from L.A., you love your mama, your daddy, some family, and then after that, outside of maybe some immediate family, Magic Johnson, especially back then in 91. Magic is, man, Magic, a couple months before this, had was forced to retire from basketball because he had HIV. And that was a major blow. I mean, this city was sad. I mean, I, I, I don't. I think the 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 next the most sad the city's been since is when Kobe died. But this city was very sad because we thought Magic was gonna die from HIV. And so Cube integrated within his music the importance of wearing contraception. You don't want to be burning. And of course, he masked it in a funny story about the big booty girl down the block. <laughs> it's a funny story. But the purpose of the story is to tell people to wear protection. A major theme of uh, that time in L.A. because we were all still shell-shocked from Magic Johnson getting the HIV. Next up is a song where he really gets down. He's really starting that from here on. He's really about to start really getting in his bag on the album. On this song, he talks about at the time you had Jesse Jackson and Operation Push selling a lot of hope to black America, but not giving us anything tangible. At the same time, you have President Bush in office who completely ignored black America. So Ice Cube makes a very profound statement. He said, hey, look, maybe a bird in the hand is better than, instead of saying two in the bush, he's talking about Operation Push and President George Bush. Peep how he integrates these two. Say, look at this. I've been cleaning out my nest, and I found an old book of my poetry. Fresh out of school, because I was a high school grad. Got to get a job, because I was a high school dad. Wish I got paid by a rapper to the nation, but that's not likely. So here's my application, pass it to the man at AT&T. Cause when I was in school, I got the AEE. But there's no SC for this youngster. I didn't have no money, so now I got a punch the clock got a slave. And be half a member, Whitey says there's no room for the African. Always knew that I would clock cheese. But welcome to McDonald's, may I take your order please? Gotta serve your food that might give you cancer. My son doesn't take no fault and answer. Now I pay taxes, let him ever give me back. What about diapers, bottles, and Similac? Do I have to sell me a whole lot of crack for decent shelter and clothes on my back? Or should I just wait for help from Bush or Jesse Jackson and Operation Push? If you ask me, the whole thing needs a dush of massing gale. What the hell, crack a cell in the neighborhood to the corner house bitches? 
never get love again But blacks are too fucking broke to be Republican Now remember, I used to be cool Till I stopped filling out my W-2 Now senators are getting high And you're playing against the ghetto backfire So now you got a pep talk But sorry, this is our only room to walk Cause we don't want a drug push But a bird in the hand is worth more than a book Saw that, um, heard that James Brown. Tell the politician and the hustlers. That's James Brown. Live and let live. That violin, um, that orchestration you heard in the background, that was from B.B. King. And the, the name of the songs, it just slips my mind off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I hate when this happens. But that was a B.B. King song. It, I think Was it Ghetto Woman? No, it wasn't Ghetto Woman. I'll play it on the future instance and ashtrays. I'll play both songs back to back. But that was a BB King um orchestration sample. And a James Brown sample. But he talks about here, fresh out of fresh out of school, because I was a high school dad. You heard Kendrick sort of remix that on one of his more recent albums. But he's talking about the choices that a young man has to make. Do I wait on Operation Push? Do I wait on George Bush? Or do I do what I got to do? He's not justifying the drug life the way the media tried to make it seem. He's actually rapping from a point of view of compassion and empathy for what people have to go through and the decisions they have to make in life. So these are the social conditions in Los Angeles, California, six months before the L.A. riots. Five months. These are the questions young men are asking. These are the decisions young men are making. On top of the heavy-handed oppression from the Los Angeles Police Department. So it goes in, and I'm going to skip ahead to this song because he's talking about because you see if you look on the album cover you see on the screen here is someone that's laying under uh, looks like they're dead they have an American flag on their body and a toe tag that says Uncle Sam on this next song he's going he's talking about and this pissed a lot of them folks off but he uses the slave trade as an allegory for the military coming to your house, recruiting young men for an Uncle Sam that don't give a fuck about us. Listen up to I Want to Kill Sam. The army is the only way out for a young black teenager. We'll provide you with housing. We'll provide you with education. We'll provide you with everything you need to survive in life. We'll help you to be the best soldier in the U.S. of A. Because we do more before 7 a.m. than most niggers do in their whole lifetime. (laughs) I'm coming. I want to kill him. Because he's trying to play me like a trick. But just see, I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. I got the A to the motherfucking K and it's ready to 
I have reason to believe that someone in this household just turned 18. Am I correct? Uh, I Here's why I want to kill the punk. Because he tried to take a motherfucking chunk of the funk. He came to my house. I let him bail in. Because he said he was down with the LM. He gave up a little death. Then turned around and pulled out a gat. I knew it was a caper. I said, please don't kill my mother. So he raped her. Tied me up. Took me outside. And I was thrown in a big truck. And it was packed like sardines Full of niggas who fell for the same scheme Took us to a place that made us work All day and we couldn't have shit to say Fuck up the families forever And to this day black folks can't stick together And it's odd Broke us down, made us pray to his God And when I think about it, it made me say Damn, damn I wanna kill Sam tried to bury this album you tried to give crack to my people punk just wait till we get over that hump guess what 30 years from now we over that crack hump we the children I was 10 9 years old when it's dropped we the children of Ice Cube's prophecy we ain't on no goddamn crack and you see where we are politically as a people right now on the cusp of reparations if we continue to fight the good fight the way we've been fighting really hard since 2016, 2014, really, on these reparations. Ice Cube was telling us, you can't bury rap like you bury jazz. Cool thing about that is jazz is resurging, and it's resurging out of L.A., They tried to bury jazz, but jazz is back. And hip-hop, he was right. Because For those of you who are really young, in 1991, people were still saying hip-hop is a fad. It's going to die one day. People were saying, that's what about rap music. Rap music all throughout the 80s was supposed to be a fad. It wasn't supposed to last. It wasn't supposed to last. That was always a thing. They would play rap to the side. That's why you young folks should never get into these arguments about record sales. We don't even know how many albums this 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 uh, death certificate sold. They said it sold five hundred thousand, which at the time in ninety one was major for rap. It wasn't that many million sellers in rap. So if you had half a million sales or a million sales in rap back then with no real mainstream radio around the nation picking you up 
outside of a few small markets, a lot of venues not wanting to rent lease to you because you're rapping hip hop, you're considered dangerous. There's a lot of album sales. And on top of that, the record industry is always underreported black music in general, but especially early rap. Before the record industry started dumping money into it. Next up, I'm going to play a song that really pissed off the white folks. Horny Little Devil. You are the prince of darkness, arch enemy, father of evil, hell-born, demonic, savage, fierce, vicious, wild, tameless, barbaric, ungovernable, uncontrollable, obstinate beast. Horny little devil, you gotta back up. Horny little devil, you can't bust enough. Looking at my girlfriend's black skin. You wanna jump in, but she don't like white men. So don't throw that work, you fucking jerk. Or get your punk devil ass hurt, motherfucker. She ain't with the pale face. Cause y'all fuck at a snail's pace. And you might get sprayed with mace from the ebony. So when she's doing her job, you better let her be. Don't try to pinch the glutorus. Thinking that you're about to knock out the uterus. Cause she'll tell you to kiss her ass quick. And when I'm from
fuck with black women because y'all fuck at a snail's pace. <laughs> this next song is actually an interlude but it's telling you the conditions of shopping in black America. At the time, the Koreans had been they had control of the liquor stores in South Central L.A. And not everywhere, but too many places. They're very mean. Very disrespectful. Black people didn't do nothing to them. Hell, the only reason why you even have a store right here is because during the 70s, they did everything they could to get black businesses up out of the black neighborhoods. They, the LAPD did all kinds of undermining tactics throughout the 60s and the 70s to undermine black businesses, to get them up out of them shopping centers. That's the only reason why you even have a liquor store, because they did their best. My, my grandparents had, used to have a commercial, uh, had a spider burger stand, and all they did was talk about a lot of the shit that would go on, how hard it was to keep a business open as a black person being squeezed from your supplier, being squeezed from the police officers, being squeezed from by the city. So the only reason why these other groups even had a place to open up a business is because a lot of black people had just given up and raised their children to go get a job because they didn't want their children to deal with the bullshit that they had to deal with. So Ice Cube talks about that in Black Korea, and then I'm going to talk to y'all right after that. Time I wanna go get a fucking proof. I gotta go down to the store with the two. Oriental one penny count, motherfuckers. They make a nigga mad enough to cause a little ruckus. Thinking every brother in the world's out the tank. So they watch every damn move that I make. They hope I don't pull out of gap, try to rob. They fuck your little store, but bitch, I got a job. Yo, yo, check it out. So don't follow me up and down your market. All your little chops, so he has to be a target of the nationwide boycott. Juice with the people, that's what the boy got. So pay respect to the black fist, or we'll burn your storm right down to a crisp. And then we'll see ya, cause you can't turn to get em in the black career. We'll turn your store, we'll burn your store down to a crisp. If you don't respect the black fist. Guess what happened a few months later? A lot of them stores got burned down to a crisp. When I tell you Ice Cube told you them riots were coming, I wasn't bullshitting y'all. I want to thank you again for joining me tonight on Incense and Ashtrays. It's cool on YouTube. I could talk about it. But here over on Mixcloud, I can play it for you. And you can hear it. That was Black Korea 
by Ice Cube. On the next song is another prophetic song. This song was a prophecy. It told us where this hip-hop thing was headed if we didn't keep the house of hip-hop in order. It told you what would happen with these politicians, with a lot of these actors and entertainers and athletes that we see right now. These people ain't true to the game. But at the same time, the people who ain't true to the game, look at what happens. See, the way Professor Black Truth says it, white supremacy breaks his tools. There's no retirement plan for people who like to make these devil's bargains with, ice, with, with white supremacy. Ice Cube said it a little bit differently, but they were still saying the same thing. They'll have a new nigga next year. He was telling us that. And boy, 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 30 years later, if he wasn't right. True to the game by Ice Cube. Hey, yeah, you motherfucker. You know who I'm talking to. Yeah, you that motherfucker that betrayed your homeboys and you ain't shit. Yeah, you about to get your motherfucking ghetto pass revoked, motherfucker. Fuck ass Mark, bitch man. It's the nigga you love to hate with a new song. So what really goes on? Nothing but a come up. But ain't that a bitch? They hate to see a young nigga rich. But I refuse to switch, even though. Cause I can't move to the snow. Cause soon as y'all get some dough You wanna put a white bitch on your elbow Moving out your neighborhood But I walk through the ghetto And the flavor's yeah. good Little kids jumping on me But you, you wanna be white and corny Living way out Nigga go home Spray painted on your house Trying to be white or a Jew But ask yourself Who are they to be equal to? Get the hell out Stop being a Uncle Tom, you little sellout House nigga scum Give something back to the place where you made it from Before you end up broke Fuck around and get your ghetto past revoked I ain't saying no names You know who you are, you little punk Be true to the game Yeah, motherfucker When you first start rhyming, it started off slow And then you start climbing But it wasn't fast enough, I guess So you get your other style of test You was hardcore hip-hop Now look at yourself, boy, you done flip-flop Giving our music away to the mainstream Don't you know they ain't down with the team? They just said they boss over Put a bug in your ear And now you're crossed over on MTV But they don't care They'll have a new nigga next year You're out in the cold No more white fans And no more soul And you might have a heart attack When you find out the black folks Don't want your back And you know what's worse? You was just like the nigga in the first verse Stop selling out your race And wipe that stupid ass smile off your face Nigga 
niggas always gotta show they teeth. Now I'ma be brief, be true to the game. Yeah, motherfucker, I see you got your fancy cars and shit. But you know what? You still ain't shit. That's right, I caught you slipping. You know I could've got you. Yeah, but I didn't even trip. A message to the Oreo cookie. Find a mirror. And take a look, G. Do you like what you see? But you're quick to point the finger at me. You wanna be the big fish, you little guppy. Black man can't be no yuppy. You put on your suit and tie and your big clothes. You don't associate with the Negro. You wanna be just like Jack, but Jack is calling you a nigga behind your back. So back off, genius. I don't need you to correct my broken knees. You know that's right. You ain't white. So stop holding your ass tight. Cause you can't pass. So why you keep trying to pass with your black ass? Mr. Big, but in reality, you're shorter than a midge. You only got yourself to blame. Get a grip, Oreo, and be true to the game. to live in South Central Los Angeles and he puts his money into projects that improve the neighborhood. Be true to the game. That Gap Band bass line and that slide of Family Stone all together now. Yeah, he's telling you they just sent they just sent they bought they put a bug in your ear and now you crossed over. That's kind of what they did to separate Jay-Z from Dame Dash. <laughs> he ain't felt off of nothing like that yet, but that's exactly what happened. That's how Rockefeller broke up. They sent over. Also, honestly, a little bit how Public Enemy broke up. When we listened to Professor Griff talk about how he got kicked out the group, Lero Cohen was kind of in Chuck D's ear. Originally, but like it's cool. Professor Griff came back to the group, and now he be in and out of the group. Same thing happened with uh, Dame Dash when he talks about what happened with Rockefeller breaking up. He always talks about Leo Cohen sort of being around the time and sort of whispering in Jay Z's ear, and then Jay Z breaks up uh, something that could you imagine if Rockefeller stayed together? If Jay Z with his influence and Dame Dash with his mind. They could have stayed together. Where would they be right now? How many, how much generational wealth could they have created for a lot of black people? Not just themselves. But, like Ice Cube said, they put a bug in your ear and now you crossed over. You know, he talked about Real lines in his music. Again, this is for, for you young people listening. This isn't some fringe rapper trying to get on. This is the cream of the crop, top of the rap game at the time. Telling you, trying to be white or a Jew, but ask yourself, who are they to be equal to? This is what he said at the zenith of his career. And look at what happened. He still was able to do movies. Friday, Barbershop. You can speak your mind. 
Now, when he got into the Friday into the movie area, he did, he wisely pulled back some of the rhetoric, some of the words, and changed up the way he approached some of his music. Makes sense. Because once you write a death certificate followed by The Predator, preceded by America's Most Wanted, and Lethal Injection, when you write them four albums, there's almost, there's really nothing else to say. So sometimes you do got to uh, pull back certain things to get to, to get a bigger win in other areas. And I get it. But when you talk like this and you drop this much game on an album, an album is forever. You don't have to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. After Marvin Gaye did What's Going On, he went in and talking about some lovemaking on his next few albums. <laughs> so Q did that. Next up, this song here. We only got a couple more songs we're going to play. This song here is about growing up, being a child, doing dumb shit. Because we all, when we were young, did some dumb shit. And he talks about how his dad kept him in line. So people that always want to say hip-hop was nothing but negative, this is Cube talking about the dumb shit that we do as children and basically how overall the community reacts and acts to it to help him become a better person. And his father. This is doing dumb shit by Ice Cube. Jack Rabbit, goddamn I was hot, a virgin. 
But I still knew how to lay pipe Even though the hoe worked me I still knocked the boots from here to Albuquerque Then the shit got strange money I started shaking And Jimmy felt funny Then the nut came gushing I jumped up, got dressed and started song was about it was about you know we all at a yeah, certain at, at certain ages do dumb shit and that's ice cube was using his story as a lesson about how you know he had his pops there that'll fuck him up that's what got him back in line but it's a lot of people who don't and so they end up on the front page in dead or in jail because they were too young doing dumb shit and they didn't get to the point to where they either had someone to get them in check or get them right before something ultimately bad happened to them. And if you want to know, it's it, the whole song, is, the album is sample, but I'm not going to play the whole song. This is where he got that V from, Parliament Funkin' Tulehi. Yo, this is Mo. Yeah, deprogram, program. Now since they took that back, carry your ear. Take me lightly, like a woodpecker with a headache. When you take that back, kind of bill. The non-profit organization. Now since they took that back, carry your ear. Where did you get your Funkin' Tulehi versus the Placebo in- Syndrome album. Uh, see, well, see, especially early hip-hop, they stopped teaching music in schools. So you didn't have a lot of musicians running around that were really young. All they had was a, ta- a cassette tape, some turntables. 
So they had to remix a lot of things in order to get a song produced right. But it ended up being a good thing, mutually beneficial. It brought back a lot of music from the 70s that had been, been forgotten. And it provided a platform of music for uh, new artists to remix the beats. And the for the people who had their business affairs in order, they the elders, that they got good royalty checks from those samples. So it ended up being a mutually beneficial thing. Hell, that's why I'm such a big Parliament Funkadelic fan, because I, I started out being an Ice Cube and Dr. Dre fan. And then I was like, where'd that song come from? And I went looking backwards. So for you young niggas out there, that's pretty much how I'm so much into music that was around before I was born. My One, my dad planted to the old school station, but really three, hip-hop was playing all the good stuff. And I was like, okay, where that song come from? We gonna get back to Death Certificate. We only got a couple more songs, so we gonna play out this album. This here, to me, is one of the most important songs on the album. Because this song talks about black society, us. Yes, we understand there's white supremacy, racism, we understand the LAPD be trying to fuck us up. Yes, the Korean store owners are disrespectful. Uncle Sam ain't shit. You know, it's a lot of coon sellouts out there that ain't being true to the game. Yeah, we know all that. But with all that being said, what about us? What are we going to do to fix our situation? Listen to Ice Cube break that down in this song. It's called Us. Yo, where the fuck is that little boy at? But anyway, man, yo, bone, man. When I get 14, man, I want to buy me a rag top tray for some gold man, fuck that shit, man. You need to take your ass to school, get your motherfucking job man, and fuck shit. That, man, fuck you, man. Look here. When I get 14, man, I want to buy me a rag top tray on some gold dangers with a three-wheel motion, ten wheel shit. put out, three-finger ring, fat-ass link, and a big booty bitch to go with it. Break them off, son. <laughs> it's really a shame. Young brothers and sisters today have a lack of understanding yeah. of what it really means to be black. Could you tell me who unleashed our animal mm. instinct? And the white man sitting there tickle pink, no laughing at us on the avenue. Busting cops at each other after having proof. We can't enjoy ourselves. Too busy jealous at each other's wealth right, becoming us right. just in me. But the black community is full of envy. Oh shit. Too much backstabbing. Why I look out the window, I see all the Japs grabbing. Every vacant lot in my neighborhood yeah. Build a store and sell their goods To the county receipts You know us poor niggas Now be hearing big lips Four or five babies on your crouch And you expect Uncle Sam to help us out Jeez. We ain't nothing but porch monkeys To the average bigot Redneck honky Your sight coming up is a must But before we can come up Take a look at us Break them off some You as bad as the police, cause you kill us You got pitch when you started slanging dope But you ain't built us a supermarket So we can spend our money with the blacks Too busy buying golden Cadillacs That's what you're doing with the money that you're raising Exploiting us like the Caucasians did For 400 years, I got 400 tears For 400 peers Died last year from gang-related crimes That's why I got gang-related rhymes But when I do it, show us, kick some facts Mess it up ourselves and blame the white man. But don't 
girls vanilla Wins. ice And you're sitting screaming cuss But there's no one to blame but us. us Yeah, but why is it that one motherfucker could ruin it for 22,000 motherfuckers When they want to come see a good jam, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you, tell them something, you know what I'm saying? Get up Break them off something I'm gonna try my damnest to blow his motherfucking head off Us will always sing the blues Cause all we care about is hairstyles and tennis shoes And if you step on mine, you push the button Cause I'll beat you down like it ain't nothing Just like a beast But I'm the first nigga to holler out Peace, black man I need man. my wife and children to a pump When I get drunk and smoke dope Still eat hog mugs and chitlins Bet my money on the dice or the horses Jobless, so I'm a hope for the armed forces Go to church, but they tease us With a picture of a blue-eyed Jesus They used to call me Negro After all this time, I'm still busting up the ship of No respect and ignore it And I'm having more babies than I really can afford In jail cause I can't pay the mother Held back in life because I'm a color Now this is just a little summary of us Nobody gives a fuck about us, man. That was his call. That we it's certain shit we gotta fix, man. Having more babies than you can afford. You know, it's a lot of things that we do that are messed up. And I get we under a system of white supremacy that is bred, that has breeded what we now know is the nigga. But the only people that can fix that is yourself. We got to change our own vibrations. And for those of us on a high vibration, we must continue to coalesce and come together and collectively help each other raise our vibrations. And for those who vi- whose vibrations aren't high, reach out to them. But at the same time, if you don't have high vibrations and you don't want to have high bra- vibrations, you just want to be somebody going around doing a whole bunch of dumb shit, there's also that skill of letting go. Some people, everybody ain't going to make it. But for those who do want to make it, we got to rethink how we approach this game called life and this system that we live in and this country that we live in. Those were the deepest songs on the album. It's a couple more songs. One is... Actually, I'm going to play this next, this, this song right here because as deep as this album was, He still had to go at his former band, his former group. NWA was talking all kind of shit. And then this song came out. I almost wasn't going to play this song, but I'm going to play it anyway. I'm going to play it because it was so popular, no Vaseline. But when you listen to this album, you listen to how much game he dropped on this album. And I didn't even play every song. But you listen to how every song has so much information for you to digest and grow from. But speaking of vibrations, what did black people gravitate towards on this album? What's the number one song everybody likes? No Vaseline. They ignore the other 18, 20 songs that's talking about real shit. How to help you be a better man, better woman, better child. They ignore... All of the songs about being a constructive member of society, 
putting a condom on and go right to the song that's talking shit. <laughs> Shows how sometimes that how we are as a people. The keys to success and the keys to the abundance you see can be right there. But all it takes is a little bit of a distraction of a fight. And he can totally get you off your game. But this song was great. It's the greatest diss song of all time. No Vaseline. Damn. Got the cue. Uh, oh, yeah. It ain't over, motherfuckers. The motherfucking saga continues. Y'all motherfuckers ready for a W.A.? Well, get the fuck up! Since he stepped the fuck off. Here's what they think about you. 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 Fuck all y'all. God damn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Used to be hard, now you just went and saw first you was down with the AK. And now I see you on a video with Mission Lake, looking like straight bozos. I saw it coming, that's why I went solo. And kept on stomping While y'all motherfuckers move straight out of Compton Living with the whites One big house And not another nigga in sight I started off with too much cargo Drop four niggas now making all the dough White man just ruling The niggas with attitudes Who you fooling? Y'all niggas just phony I put that on my mama and my dead homies Yellow boys on your team so you're losing Hey yo Drake, stick to producing Calling me on a butt You been a dick Saw your ass and went in it quick You got jealous when I got my own company But I'm a man and ain't nobody helping me Trying to sound like American most You can yell all day but you don't come close Cause you know I'm the one that flow You done run a hundred miles but you still got one to go With the L-E-N-C-H-M-O-B And y'all disgrace to see PT Cause you get fucked at your green by white boy With no Vaseline Shit, tried to tell you a year ago, but Willie D told me to let a hoe be a hoe, so I couldn't stop you from getting gay. Now let's play Big Bang, take Little Bang. Try to diss Ice Cube, it wasn't worth it, cause the broomstick fits your ass so perfect. Cut my hand out, cut them balls, cause I heard you like giving up the draws. Gang banged by your manager, fella, get money out your ass, like a motherfucking ready teller. Giving up the dollar bills, now they got the villain with a purse and high heels, so don't believe what Rin say. Cause I remember when you drove a 
stayed focused he kept reminding you who the enemy was I'm gonna talk shit about you niggas but the enemy is Jerry Heller you can't be a nigga for life crew with a white Jew telling you what to do ooh you let a Jew break up my crew and I'm not here to say anything about the, the Jewish people in general but we all know what Jerry Heller was doing to NWA and Ice Cube. Who out there has the courage to say something like that? I'm going to play two more songs tonight. One more here on the Death Certificate album. And then I'm going to play one more a song over on the Lethal Injection album just to close it out. On a positive note, <laughs> this song right here, How to Survive in South Central, is, is pretty accurate, especially for those times. Things have gotten a lot better in L.A., thank you to the L.A. riots. The L.A. riots brought back a lot of attention. They brought a lot of it to a lot of uh, to attention a lot of the things that need to be addressed here in South Central Los Angeles. Something that the political leadership class and the business class purposely ignored so shit was wild out here so ice cube had to write this song to let people to know hey look if you're gonna come to la these are the rules and now the wondrous world of <laughs> Through South Central Los Angeles. How to survive in South Central? A place where busting the gap is fundamental. No, you can't find a shit in a handbook. Take a close look at a rap crook. Rule number one: get yourself a gun, a nine in your ass, a be fine. Keep it in your glove compartment, cause jackers, oh, they love to start shit. Now, if you're white, you can trust the police. But if you're black, they ain't nothing but beef. Watch out for the kill. Don't make a false move and keep your 
South Central, yes. Yes, that concludes the portion of the Death Certificate album. That shows you, man, that's one album. Outside of the first song I played, that was from America's Most Wanted. I just played through one album, top to bottom. I started off on the front first song through the last song. And that is what Ice the masterpiece that Ice Cube put together. A whole album of greatness. An album that was a social message to America. Letting people know what was going on, the conditions in what's the wealthiest nation on earth. See, music, that's what music does. Music is supposed to shine a light on the world around us. I'm not saying every song 
There are going to be some songs that are love songs. There are going to be party songs. I get it. There are going to be songs about family. There are going to be songs about criminal activity because music is a reflection of life. There are going to be songs about abusing alcohol or liquor. That's always been. It happened. It's not, that's not exclusive to hip-hop. Going on with the blues, too. All of it's fine because we're all profound and profane, all of us. We all can be the some sometimes little Einsteins, and we can all sometimes be little devils, all of us. So I'm not here to judge and say music should all be one thing. What I'm saying is this. Within all of the things that you do, if you're an artist, make sure you put a bit of social consciousness and a social awareness into your music. Because your music is going stick to get, uh, stick around for a long time. And you want to be make sure that you were somebody that said that your artwork helped people get through a difficult time or helped people see things from a perspective that they didn't see it from before. That's what Ice Cube did with Death Certificate. That's why we must always immortalize him. For the last song of the evening, I'm playing this song because I don't think anybody today will write this song. I, matter of fact, I, I know nobody else, especially no top 10 artists, would ever approach this subject. This song is a warning to all you, all the black men out there. Like, Cube, to me, is somebody who is one of my primary inspirations. When I do stand-up comedy, my biggest inspiration isn't another comic. My biggest inspiration is Ice Cube. When I talk about my social awareness and my politics on Hotepish, when I talk about what's going on in the world, my inspiration isn't Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. I love them both. But my primary inspiration is still... Ice Cube, a black man from my city that no matter how it made people feel, he told the truth in a blunt, clever, funny, but real way. And he wasn't fucking around on this song either. <laughs> Cave Bitch by Ice Cube from the Lethal Injection album. Give me a black goddess sister, I can't resist her. No stringy haired, blonde haired, blue eyed, pale skin, buttermilk complexion. Grafted, recessive, depressive, ironing board, backside, straight up and straight down. No frills, no thrills, miss six o'clock. Subject to have the itch. Butanoid, caucasoid, white cave bitch. Now you want man bingo yeah. 
Get your little K, bitch. consciousness that was unmatched and a way to put words together and there's also one match I want to thank Ice Cube for what he's done for us musically with movies and we as people we got to support the people who lay it down on the line for us with their lyrics because the people who don't celebrate their hero will soon have no heroes Y'all was in Cincinnati Trace for tonight. Uh, I will not be with you on Sunday. Sunday, I actually be, you know me, I love my concerts. Going to see K Trotter. Uh, that's a band, that's a jazz band from here in Inglewood, California. They're going to be backing Lonnie Liston. I mean, I'm sorry, not Lonnie Liston. No, no, no. Ronnie Laws. I said Lonnie Liston. Lonnie, Lonnie Liston, he, I'll be seeing him next month. Ronnie Laws. Ronnie Laws is a great saxophonist. I talked about him with Earth and the Fire on my on my decoding Earth and the Fire show. He left Earth and the Fire in the seventies to join Hugh Masekela. He played with Santana, but he also had a lot of his own great music. So I'm going to go see them on Sunday. So there will be no instance and ashrays on Sunday. So I'll try to get to you guys uh, Monday night or another night. But keep the notifications on. I want to thank you guys again for listening. This is Incense and Ashtrays. Salute to Ice Cube.
Ice Cube Death Certificate Album Decoded. My name is Dewan. Y'all have a good night. You're listening to Incense and Ashtrays with Dewan B. Music for your soul. Yeah.